Good afternoon everyone. Today is the 23rd of April 2020 and I'm coming to you from our garden. Obviously for you it might not be afternoon but it's nearly evening here actually. For you it might be the morning when you get this or afternoon or whatever. But um, basically here's another little thought from me. How are we all doing? Well it's day five of the day five even, week week five of the lockdown and um, I think I am now adjusting very much to this new normal to the point where I'm actually enjoying not to rush in the morning and um, and not having the commute um, but at the same time you know obviously I'm still missing the interaction with my colleagues um, so how are you getting on with getting used to this new way of normal? Um, we don't want to call it normal, I suppose, because we're hoping that very soon it will get back to what we're used to. But I guess for now, get used to it we must. And how we how are we going on with that? How are we doing with it? And. Uh, and also, how we're doing with that in the context of our faith. How is God helping us to get used to, though not too used to, the new normal? And to use that time in a way that will glorify him, but also build us up. And hopefully also build those up around us. Um, and this is something I've been grappling with. So, to those of you who may be new to my podcast, I'm registered blind I've been that way from birth Um, and though I think I have a great many talents when this started I suddenly felt painfully aware that unlike our key workers I didn't feel that I had a lot to give I didn't feel like I had a lot to contribute I couldn't just you know jump into a car and deliver food to vulnerable people um, or pick up someone's medication for them and find their house and drop it off with them. These days I don't even feel safe going for a walk by myself because I'm thinking, am I actually really obeying the distancing rules or am I accidentally, because I can't see, walking too close to someone? Um, so when I when when this was when this started, I think I think we all we all had to go through a time of readjusting and unfortunately that readjusting for me meant a lot of junk food no exercise and apart from working and obviously reading the bible etc there wasn't a great deal of stuff that I got done there wasn't a great deal of motivation to get things done and I think these things things were these things happened for about two weeks, um, where I just ate what I wanted, and sure enough, you know, the, the weights come back on. Um, but but more than that, you know, it's more. It's not so much about the weight anymore for me, but about the fact that I rever- re- reverted even to very unhelpful old habits. Um, and though I felt I was coping rather well, you know. My mental health wasn't going crazy and I enjoyed the garden and everything else. 
I did revert back to old habits. And so I'm thinking, is there something that I could have done better? But then I'm thinking, is it even worth regretting what you can't change now anyway? Is it not better to just say, you know what, this is, this is what happened. Now, what do I do for the future to keep myself from, from doing that again? Um, so, so exercising is important to me. And obviously, in a, in a day, in a time where the gyms are closed and running with a guide is difficult because you and that guide still disobey the distancing rules um, because the only person in my household, my hubby, can't run. What do you do? What exercise do you do? And I think in the first two weeks, the fact, the thought haunted me that for the next four, five, six weeks, I would only have my bike. And a lot of you might look at me and go, you silly person. I have nothing. You have, you have at least a bike. Uh, but for me, variety is crucial. And having just the bike just really put me off exercising altogether. And I know that is not very healthy. So what's changed? Well, first of all, I think... As I started meditating on how much God loved me, loves me even, I'm pondering on how self-love going for me. Sometimes I feel like Christians, including me, we're so into loving God and loving others that we forget the last two wor words of that law. It says, yes, love, you, love the Lord with all you have. And it says, love your neighbor. But it says, love your neighbor as yourself. And I think, of course, the Bible says, you know, think about others more than you think about yourself. And that's a good thing to do. But I think self-love and self-care is still really crucial for a Christian. And I'm sure you agree. And I think the way we feel and we, th we think and we speak about ourselves is often very contrary to what we would do for anybody else and and the way we treat ourselves um is is also you know very de deceiving almost you know by eating that chocolate just because i feel i deserve it for feeling rubbish because i'm having a hard time well, first of all reality check is we're all having a difficult time right now and secondly is that piece of chocolate or that bar of chocolate even going to help me in the long term? Is it the best for me in the long term? Because just because it makes me feel great for the time being doesn't mean that it's the best for me. Now, hear me out, okay? I am very aware that in the past I've been guilty of being super strict with myself and not allowing myself a thing of anything that I enjoy that's also unhealthy because that will just lead you to wanting to eat more so will I have some chocolate 
yes will i have some ice cream at this warm time well i tell you what i've had a really healthy eating day but i had a cornetto so but what i'm saying is this is comfort eating is something that i've been reverting to over and over again and though i've come a long way in loving myself and acknowledging that god loves me and that um I deserve better than being overweight, habits still creep in and for the first two weeks I have to confess, I justified them easily. I just said, well, we can't really get healthy food in because at that point we didn't really have a, um, a, you know, a shopping slot. We do now, so that excuse is now gone. But at that time when I ordered something from the garage, I always ordered something, you know, a meal but then I also ordered some sweets because of course you have to order enough to make the order you know free delivery and, 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 and do the minimum order thing um, and so of course sweet came, sweets came into the house and um, then of course we have we had Easter as well we have we mustn't forget that you know Easter for many is all about Easter eggs and cakes and whatnot and don't get me wrong, I, I believe Easter is so much more than that, but I do agree that, you know, I had my fair share of Easter treats. And so, uh, with this in mind, I just thought, you know, what can we do now? What What is it that we can do in this time? How can we get used and how can we get back into a routine? And so, with this in mind, I I just wanted to share what I've been discovering recently. And yes, it includes the odd cornetto and it includes a weekend treat. In the last, well, really, it started the week before Easter. Well, it, was, it started Easter week thanks to a phenomenal charity called British Blind Sport, which I never was able to access because they're very much in larger cities. And, you know, Cheltenham's beautiful and it's a town, but it's a town. It's not exactly where there's a lot of blind sports happening. But recently, I've actually benefited from the fact that they now have to be, they're now forced to finding new ways of bringing sports to blind people, especially now where our mental health could literally depend on whether we can work out or not. And because this is via technology and not in a certain location, it meant that I can now join in into things that otherwise I couldn't have joined in. So at Easter week, I enjoyed a boxercise class, which is not something I would normally do, but I actually really enjoyed it. I danced, I, I joined a inclusive dancing class that was incredible. And I also joined a, a high intensity interval training lesson with an inclusive fitness training um, organization. And then again yesterday, after my cycle on the bike, I joined that same company through British Blind Sports in a stretch and tone workout via Zoom. I think that this is amazing. Uh, in particular, you know, when you when you you guys who are watching or listening to listening, even not watching, because you can't see me. Thank goodness, you wouldn't want to see me right now. I'm all sunburnt and. Eh, half in pyjamas, half in work clothes, kind of weird. But anyway, 
moving on. Um, for those of you who can see, uh, online workouts like the whole PE with Joe, what a creative idea, but those, for those who can't, it is yet again the same issue that we have with gym classes where many instructors will sit at the front and shout over the music and you can't hear what they're saying and you can't see the movement. So to have such something like British Blind Sports is a real blessing. And so, so I've started exercising again and, and, and just having those workouts then in, encouraged me to also go back on my exercise bike and, and do something. So I started, thanks to my friend Julie, I started with an app called Exercise Bike that helps you with different workouts. But then, yet again, British Blind Sport um, came up with a fundraiser because of London Marathon that would have happened this Sunday. You know, obviously, charities still need funds. So on Sunday, I will be cycling the distance of a marathon, 26.2 miles or 42 kilometers in in kilometers i think it is um on my exercise bike and it's a challenge but i'm looking forward to it as i've been practicing so so you ask okay so what do your days look like well i don't have to rush as much as i used to but the last on Monday and on Wednesday I got up at quarter seven to get on the exercise bike at seven o'clock on Monday I did, did so with um, a friend from church via messenger as well as his other two friends and on Wednesday I did it with my friend Julie in Newcastle who is doing the marathon distance with me um, that has been really valuable because you have people chatting to you and it's just not quite as boring as if you are just exercising by yourself especially on an exercise bike when you're not going anywhere yes you can listen to a good podcast and I definitely love a good podcast but when you can talk to someone about life and challenges and what you're doing today and what you're eating today or whatever it just flies by and so we're doing the same tomorrow so Every other day I'm doing that. Every The other days when I'm not doing it, I give myself a break from exercising. Um, so I get up and do my routine with all my, you know, health tablets, etc. Have a healthy breakfast now because, again, I realise that when I'm eating healthily, I do feel better in myself throughout the day. And then I do get back, get to work um, between half past eight and nine o'clock. I don't normally put my computer on and start working um, that will vary sometimes I'll have more to do sometimes I'll have less to do um, but yes yeah, so that's my work time and oftentimes I will do that in the garden if um, my laptop battery permits um, again fresh air is so crucial to me again and obviously Given that I can't go out very much, our garden is an absolute blessing right now. So, so we've been sitting out here f- like nearly all day. Um, which is actually really ironic because inside our house it's cold. But outside it's lovely. <laughs> anyway, so 
that's my kind of day. And then I have my lunch between 12, 12 1 o'clock. Um, again, trying to make the lunch as healthy as possible. Um, and then there's obviously more work for me. Normally it's a bit quieter, but yet yeah, work's still coming in. Um, and that kind of works till like 4.30, 5 o'clock. And um, then I tend to spend the evening spending time with God, praying, uh, talking to hubby, and so on and so on. So I think in the first two weeks, like I said to you, apart from work, there wasn't really anything structured about my day at all. Um, it was more like get up, yeah, okay, work, eat what you want during work, um, and then, you know, eventually finish work and do what the heck, what the heck you feel like. But now it's like, it's, it's more structured. And I think it just taught me so many things. I'm going to finish with this. I think it taught me, most importantly, that human beings need a routine. Uh, we, we, we kind of think, oh, this is going to be great, you know, we've got time off, you know, we can do what we want, when we want, we can get what we want, we can get up late and stay up late and do whatever. And that works for a couple of weeks, but after a couple of weeks you just go, I'm bored. I need something else. I need structure in my life. And I think for many people, this issue, this is exactly the issue with their mental health because they don't have the normal um, routine. Whereas I'm blessed to still have some, you know, routine in, in that I'm working, etc. So, yeah, routine really helps with making the day go quicker because we all want this to be over but also it'll help your mental health and I think your physical health as well and uh, and like I said the other thing that I really learned from it is 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 long-term commitment versus short-term gain and it's something that I've learned so often you would think I'd finally get it now (laughs) Um, but the truth is I'm still learning you know will it help me in the long run or will it just gratify me you know short term and that is anything from not exercising to eating what you want to um, anything that you might choose that might make you feel good for the moment but later on you just go wish I had done that Um, yeah that is my kind of thinking today that's my kind of reflection on on how I'm doing um and lastly if you're struggling with a routine if you're struggling with you know being healthy um find a buddy and obviously now more than ever this buddy it will be it will be online so I've got one buddy for uh my my cycling but I've also got a buddy for my new healthy eating regime um, which I'm not going to be talking about because I just think, you know, I've been talking so many years about what I'm doing to lose weight, blah, blah, blah. And then it's all kind of short-lived. So I don't want to talk. I just want to show, ideally. So, so I've got a buddy for that, though, who's going through the same healthy regime. Um, 
and 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 just you know what we're trying to do both of us really in our own different ways is we are with that healthy eating regime also looking at our mindsets why are we eating why are we look why are we wanting that chocolate bar what are we truly feeling and and what was what was our mindset so she's into one thing but i mean obviously into christianity so i think a healthier regime where you just don't have any sweets in will challenge you to go wow okay i have this craving i can't fulfill this craving right now why do i have this craving god help me with this craving help me to you know recognize it and you know take it away but help me to recognize it in the future and help me to like put a filter in that i can pray first before i reach for what i'm craving um because it's not about denying yourself it's about it's about finding out why you're eating and then just eating when you're hungry and not just eating when you're feeling bored because my my big downfall is or should I say used to be because I'm trying to change that now my big downfall is used to be that you know boredom I would eat when I'm bored but I also would be eating if I'm stressed or upset um and you know just to see those patterns emerging and then giving them to god because like other people can just say no willpower is going to see me through i've been trying willpower but i've got a better power now i've got god's will power you know not by my not my, by power but by the holy spirit says the lord and if we just ask holy spirit help me right now with this craving i give it to you if we just if we only have the 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 kind of switch in our head to pray before we eat what we shouldn't be eating or not even shouldn't be eating that's not a good thing to say i don't think should should is a, is a good word but before we eat what maybe in the long term isn't the best thing for us because we're feeling a certain way if only we can switch our mind to well god this is how i'm feeling uh, help me i give the feeling to you i give the craving to you so that's that's huge so anyway i've gone on a lot longer than i intended to, to and excuse the background noises but i figured it's better a bit better noise than just our boiler or um you know i just thought it'd be quite a nice idea to do it from the garden for a change any thoughts please feel free to let me know please don't hesitate to message me um on facebook where i'm going to share it on twitter also if you want to send me a um i have still not learned how to share the link to this um audio inbox but if you but i'll try for, for at some point to actually share it um but yeah feel free to get in touch with me and share this podcast if you want just you know if you think it could help somebody else yep god bless you all and i'll speak to you all soon